back to another edition of the Power Podcast. This week I'm joined by Birdie. Hey, how's it going? And your host Hamish. Only the two of us today, so um, live, unfiltered with Birdie. How do you like that, Birdie? Just the two of us. And I don't know the rest of the lyrics, but yeah, let's get on with it. All right, well, let's jump into it. <laughs> Thursday night, 22 July. Eels going down 10 to 12 to the Raiders. Try scorers Dylan Brown and Makasivo. Uh, let's have a look at some of the stats. 59% possession, 83% completion rate. Uh, all runs, we ran for an extra 400 metres. Had an extra 100 post-contact metres. Two line breaks to the Raiders, four. 24 tackle breaks to the Raiders, 37. Um, average playable speed, four seconds apiece. So a very slow game. Uh, then looking at kick metres, 854. And we managed to defuse the majority of them. Three force dropouts to two. Uh, then looking tackles, Raiders had to make an extra 60 tackles. We had 37 missed tackles to the Raiders, 24. Four ruck infringements to the Raiders, five. Uh, three penalties conceded to the Raiders, four. But 12 errors to the Raiders, eight. Um, so how did you see it, Birdie? Um, I was disappointed, disgusted, because... Um you looked at the Raiders game and um, you just know they they're not flashing attack, so they got it's just defense. That's what, and they're trying to make a like they remind me of the old Cronulla Sharks, you know, during the peptide scandal where they try to make it like a dog fight. And you just have to look like the smallest two players on the field in Hodgson and um, Starling were solid in defense. Like they were stopping momentum, they were literally rushing up. And I don't know, it just it was frustrating because we could see as fans the first two to three tackles they were getting numbers in. I'm talking four plays in, four tacklers in, sorry. And that was just slowing us down. And I don't know, we should have kicked earlier. We should have so t- tie them out. But you know, we should have won that game. We as you, as you said, we had they had sixty more tackles than us. That's ten more sets. You know, like we should have. Uh, it was just frustrating. And you know, it was nil all at half time and. They showed more heart than us, you know, and and you know, Brad Arthur said that they were more physical than us. Yeah, we can say that, but they were just there. Like you just had to look at their last gap, like Rapana. I mean, like that try saving tackle on Sivo. You know, whether or not it's controversial or not, but I don't know. It was just it shows you, um, like we we're talking about earlier in the previous episodes of how much we miss Reed Marnie, mate Mitchell Moses, man. It's it's his team, not Dylan Brown's team. It's not Guffo's team. Guffo's been shit the past you know four weeks. And there's a buy in between the, in, in in between those. So this is Moses' team. We got to get around him because without him, mate, we'll struggle to make top four. But um, yeah, I'm just disappointed. You know, it's clear there's a uh, certain players are not first grade ready. Like Jake Arthur, I don't want to talk shit about him, but he's an 18 year old kid. He should be playing um, jersey flag even even a level before that, a level below that. So it's just. It's just frustrating. You know, we need something off the bench. We need an X Factor, and I don't know who can who. Well, having can said that, X Factor, your your man Simba went down with a bit of an injury, unfortunately, having to come on early to play at centre, but then um, going off shortly thereafter. Um, how did you see? Do you think his injury had an impact, or, or not really? Ah, uh, not really, because um, he, he he's more like so he's a middle forward, and we're okay in the middle. It was just defensively we were shit. Like we're missing Nathan Brown and. Um, I think Junior had too much of a break, but it was just it's just defense. And um, you know, we had a couple line breaks and you know, um like and when we went out wide towards um Jared Croker, because he's a shocking defender, like Will had a great game. Like he was taking on Croker who's a veteran, right? And he and like people say, Oh, Croker should play Origin, right? For many years people were campaigning that. Will took him to, took it to him and um, you know, he's got good footwork, but I just feel defensively like, who, who do we rely on for big hits? Or, like, you know, like, Starling, as I said earlier, Starling and Hodgson were there leading the line. Who's leading the line for us? You know, and I'm not, not shitting on Marnie or anything like that, but 
mate, we need we need people to get up and you know uh, rush up in line, put some pressure on them. Yeah, you're right. The the, the major difference did to seem that to be that intent in defence. Raiders uh, very quick on the line speed, very good at kicking their own chase. Uh, sorry, at chasing their kick rather. Um, and I think that's where we lacked it, just in those little one percenters. Because if you look at Raiders, look at the halves pairing they came in with, and then you look at their fullback. It's Rapana, who's what played about ten games there across his career, and is really about their sixth or seventh string fullback. So uh, there was no excuses on the weekend, and, and, it, and it was just. Do you think I'm on the right vein in that it was our attention to T-Tail in the opposition 20 where we had an extreme amount of ball in that first half and just couldn't come away with points? We're just, again, I just hesitate to say we're too sideways when we're in the opposition 20. Oh, yeah. I thought that, yeah, yeah I thought the big play was to come back inside and to and to put a couple of kicks in behind because it seemed pretty slippery on that surface. But we just came to, kept seemed to going, especially to that right side, and try to throw it out the back, which just didn't work. Yeah, like we and like I understand Reed has a great passing game and um like last week against the Titans he had a good pass to um Sean Lane near the line like we're gonna we're gonna stop relying on the crash balls you know like you gotta fit it back you know you got Dylan Brown with you know a bit of space and um footwork he can you know cut cut teams to shreds but I feel as though you can tell Jacob Arthur is not he's not there like because there was a kick he put in earlier um and Wonga Blake and no so who was it. No, Pitt, uh, Will and um, our winger Blake Ferguson they weren't aware of what he was doing so like I don't know maybe you know as as they said Moses is a great communicator out there right and maybe we're missing that like because who's leading and, and I said earlier Gufferson's having a bad foot pad month you know he's not leading he's just he's a bit quiet so you know we had to kick him behind because they were rushing up in the middle and you just got to tie the forwards out, like uh, T- Joseph Tapine, you know, ever since he's came back or since he's had that, you know, um, incident with Ricky, he's been fire on the bench and getting plenty of metres and offloads, but it was just frustrating. And look, and what's funny, right, is there was a couple of times Reed Marty attempts a 40-20. He was close the first time, and he was as close as you can get the second time, right? If he pulls them off, it's a different ball game. It was just, Raiders didn't offer us anything, right? They were, they were like a dog with a bone. They didn't offer us anything, and we had to work for it. And we just we just lacked. We just looked off the pace. We looked like a team that hasn't trained together for for a bit. Because oh, you'd think Dylan Brown would touch the touch the ball more often, but we're relying on Jacob Arthur, and he doesn't have that kicking. Pen, he doesn't have that penetration in his kick. So I don't know. It's just yeah. Is it uh, as well? We seem to have shifted away from doing a lot of of actually playing with the football. It, was, it wasn't until the back end of that game where we started putting in offloads and, and, and creating that second phase play. Do you think there's a problem coming out of our end that it's just too much one-out football? Because uh, we seem to be getting picked off, and especially in that game, Raiders were getting three, four men in the tackle, and they were taking the piss on last uh, in respect of the six-again um, rule because we saw that at the end of the first half where we had a set on the Raiders' goal line and every tackle was held down and six again. But um, for whatever reason, uh, the, there was the availability of a bin for blatant professional foul there, but it wasn't taken. Um, so you could see the Raiders really really taking it to the limit in respect of the six-again rule, and, and that's going to happen coming into the finals. So do you think there's an opportunity for our team to, to really knuckle down and stop worrying about you know getting pinned down in tackles but use second-phase play to generate that ruck speed when, at the moment, you know we're being think, held down in uh, one-on-one tackles? I think they're not so much scared, but there's, there's a directive out there because if you look back at the Penrith game, we our you know offloads was non-existent. Now you can see the conditions were a factor. You know it was a wet, you know greasy, you know dewy night at Penrith, but we need offloads. We need second phase to generate that play, and it's besides the time scale. Like it seems like the the direct the directive out there 
and I, you know I could be wrong is just match them set for set you know grind them down you know make them tired and then we'll get them towards the second half but you can't rely on that you can't rely on um, just you know playing defensive in the beginning you've got to start attacking you know you've got to put the pressure on them you know but um yeah just even then towards the end like junior came out like it wasn't until like literally the last so if 10 minutes into the second half we started offloading it but I don't know you look at the Penrith game you look at this game Titans game to a degree in the beginning early bit we're not offloading as much but you know we could be getting ready for semi-final football because you know as you said I highly doubt we're going to have a fast flowing football in, in semi-finals do you honestly think where the games really mean more that teams are going to be like um a bit risk you know risky throwing the ball around like I doubt it it'll be just it'll be semi-final type like grind football and maybe Brad Arthur's trying to get that mentality into them you know but it could also mean part of the reason is we're missing Moses because Moses didn't play. Um, Moses didn't play, so like we're missing he's because he's usually sniffing around. But see, that's where I want Guffo. He he needs to lead. He needs to be following every forward like a bad smell, following them everywhere because you just need to offload or just pop up and you know he can you know he can turn a half break into anything. But yeah, it's just it's frustrating watching as a para fan at the moment. Anybody that stood out to you in the game? I thought. Um... Reed Marnie had another good game. I thought Reg was pretty good in the middle. Nathan Brown as well was... Uh, sorry, yeah, Nathan Brown was charging him pretty well. Um, obviously, the debutant, he stepped up and showed that he's going to be a player um, that's going to be taking a centre spot in the next year or so, Will Pettisini. Um They were the real main standouts, weren't they? Yeah, look, there's not many... Because, you know, it was, a, it, was a, it was a sort of... I would say it's a dour game because there's not much points, but defensively... Um, I thought they were alright, um, even though I just said the middle wasn't good. Like, Reed tries his hard. We know what we're going to get with Reed. Dylan Brown, you know, he's you know, the best defensive half in there. Will was great in attack. Like, you can tell, like, he was giving um, Croker a bit of, you know, a couple of fits and um, the winger for them. Like, he had to come and really double team him. But, like, I, I, look, everyone's saying, oh, Fergo did great. Like, okay, Fergo, you know, he had that, you know, miracle try set up for Dylan Brown, but he had a couple drop balls and. Defensively, he was okay, but there's literally no standouts from this game. You know, um, Reg maybe, but it was just I don't know. It's because we lost, and I'm a bit shitty. But I, I don't. I was only happy because of what happened with Will. You know, making his debut, and yeah, other than that, nothing really. All right, well, let's jump into some other action across the week. Uh, so, being the Thursday game, there was plenty of football played thereafter. Um, starting on Friday night, we had Roosters twenty eight eight over Knights. Did you get to watch any of this? Uh, I watched a bit of it. But um, I was I was I was in a shitty mood after after the uh, after the first night game. But I, I just feel as though um, uh, see see uh, Knights hit the lead first. I thought this could be a big win for the Knights, you know. Like, but um, with the Roosters down on truth. But I don't know. Just once again, Knights are just a bunch of pretenders. And um, yeah, uh, Roosters they don't scare me now. Like obviously with all the injuries. But it was you know it was just one of those games where. Um, there's a gap between the literally top five and the bottom and the bottom and the rest of the competition essentially. And um, yeah, obviously they've got a lot of players out, but the Roosters still have that nice back line and they've got some good forward pieces. So it's something we'll have to be on the lookout for this week. But we'll get to that in the preview. Then um, a surprise of the round: Cowboys 16 against Storm 20, playing Jake Granville at fullback. How did you see that one, Bertie? Mate, I thought this was going to be 80 nil after the first, you know, couple sets. Like Josh Adokar scores from a simple back line, and like the fullback was nowhere to be seen. And I was, and like you can tell, like I was like, surely they're going to kick on, you know? But just the Cowboys didn't give up. I don't know what it was. Like um, maybe the back of behind the home crowd. Like it was a bit warm conditions, but the storm were off. I don't know, and they just got enough done. And like Cowboys were had a couple of injuries. Like Jake Granville was playing fullback. Like when, like when you're playing, when he's playing fullback, you know you're not going to win, but. 
Man, they they had a couple. They they bombed a few tries. Um, there were a couple of tries taken off from stupid. Um, uh, what are they called? Uh, Shepherd or you know what are they called? Um, obstruction when no one was obstructed. So this game this game could have you know had even more points, but. Uh, look, not Stormer on an unbelievable run, scoring you know forty plus points, you know, um, in nearly every game. But uh, they were well, they were well off, and even and they still got the, you know the, the win. And then over to Rabbitoh, sixty twenty two over the Warriors. The Warriors putting up the white flag here, down on troops. Yeah, you can tell like they've you know they've been here for the best part of like eighteen months away from family, and just another flat track bully performance from the Rabbitohs. Like, uh, did she? <laughs> When you move, like I understand Reese, I don't, I still don't understand why Walsh is playing fullback. I get he is the future, but if that's if that, if that's the case, then they shouldn't be complaining about Roger. They should have let Roger go home straight away. Because why are you wasting his talent on the wing? He's getting a million dollars a year. Why are you wasting his talent on the wing? You're either in because they're in the they were in the fight for the top eight. So you're either, you want to win and play semi final football. You know you you bought a few, you bought a lot this se- this up season. Um, you know Adam Fenua Blake, Kane Evans to a degree, but um, yeah, I just it's, it's like as if they just finally the damn the you know damn war has finally cracked and yeah, a lot of floggings. But uh, you know South just another flat track bully performance. And then on to a what was somewhat a close affair until the floodgates open. Merely forty four Wests twenty four. Um, Tigers are always in the game. <laughs> Never in the game, man. Seriously, like they the, a couple of their tries were sort of like uh, lucky, um, you know, f- sort of fluke tries. But Tigers are not in it. They, uh, this is not me hating on them, but there's a you know I keep saying there's a clear gap between the top five and the rest of the comp, mate. There's um, Morgan Harper scoring a hat trick on you, like seriously. I don't like. Oh. Like he's not even a, he's an okay player, but like he's he's trash. He couldn't even crack into the Bulldogs team a couple of years ago. So. Yeah, did, did Turbo play this game? He didn't. He only, he only scored one try. Yeah. Oh, see, see that I was that confident. I had him as a captain and the super coach, so I was expecting a you know three try performance. But yeah, other than that, um, nothing really much. Oh, just that Adam Dewey. You know, I think he's a five eight for them, and I, I don't want to give him any tips, but I think he's going forward. He's a five eight. He can't play center, but um, yeah. Other than that, it was, it was alright game. Schuster's a monster. We're gonna have to. It's gonna be a bit nervous when we play them, but their back row are just so big, man. We don't know what we're gonna do with them. Then Panthers eighteen, Broncos twelve. Broncos kept that pretty close for the majority of the game. Yeah, oh, look, I so I tip Penrith, but just, I just thought with um, after the Isaiah Yo incident, I thought yeah, this they could be gone here, um, Panthers, and um, I don't know why the Broncos they just. I don't know why they just try so try so so hard for like sixty minutes and they just fall away and you just can tell like uh, I feel sorry for Kevin Kevin Waters like he just it's just like every week they're just trying to find a way to lose and yeah I don't know when Dylan when Dylan able to kick in a forty yard field goal you know that's when you know your game the game the results not going to go your way but um did you think it was a send off or sorry did you thought it was a send off or a Simbin performance. Oh, incident from oh, I was Thomas happy Weber. with the sin min, but I can understand why people would think it was a, a, a couple of weeks ago it was a send-off, so... Yeah, well, see, the way I look at it, um, it's very similar to what Michael Jennings did to Isaiah Yo. You know, and a sin bin's fine, but it doesn't look good that the guy got knocked out. And, you know, you can put it down to the guy who's got bad history, but I feel as though if someone is out for the game, 10 minutes plus, um, you know, you get a replacement is, is fair, but... Jesus, it's uh, you know, compare people comparing that to uh, Philly Myono. Either Philly Myono's um, internet Pepperhausen was a bit light, or it was the right mark because this was a way less a way less uh incident than that. Yeah. Um. All right. Dragons ten, Titans thirty two. Um. Dragons in control. Uh, sorry, Titans in control the whole way through. 
Yeah, phew. you know, it just shows you, um, you know, we versed Titans last week, they were a full-strength sc- full team, and, you know, we kept them to, like, I think it was, like, eight points. Dragons are just a reserve-grade team at the moment, with too many people in and out. Um, I don't know, it just, Fafita's just a one-trick pony, just give it to him. I thought it was a great debut from uh, Toby Sexton, you know, he's got a try, kicked a handful of goals, but, um, you know, it was, it was perfect weather for them, you know, it was uh, in the daytime, you know, that suits um, Titans, but, um, yeah, it just... I just that the dragons loss gonna keep burning me for the rest of the season. Like how we lost to that bunch of scrubs and yeah. And then lastly, Bulldogs twenty four, Sharks forty four. Sharks. Uh, it was close for a while, but Sharks pulled away at the end. Oh my! I I, <laughs> I just I don't know. Like you'd think Sharks should win this easily, but man, Luke Thompson. Like I was even contemplating. Like I even sent the group chat. Oh, not group chat. The Discord, mate. He'd be perfect in our pack. He the, the late drive like. He gets over the advantage on every time, and like they just let them in with stupid tries, like sharks. I don't know what's it. like. They've got a, a they've got a decent squad. Look, like, this you know they still got uh, Sean Johnson. You know, poor him, he got injured, but they have a harsh pairing of him and um, Trindle. Like their forward pack's pretty good, and Ronaldo Mulatalo, You know, you know he should be playing Origin, whether or not you know that's you know it's debatable. But um, they got good wingers. You know, their fullback's okay. Jesse Raymond's okay. Like I, I don't see like you know. Like, I'm not so much worried about Sharks, but man, they should have won this easy. Like, you shouldn't have let... The Bulldogs are not a team that can score 24 points each week. They're like a 10-point team each week. And the fact they scored 24 points, it's just like um, with Manly's game, you let Tigers score 24 on you, like, you're not a real, like, um, semi-final contender. You're just making up the numbers. So, yeah. Uh, yes. All right, well, let's jump into... There's not much news to come out of the Eels other than uh, Moses is going to be out for a little while longer still. Um... But, yeah, not much Parramatta news to come out of the week other yeah, I think that's about it. James Roberts decides to jump out on the balcony. What do you think of that? I don't, I don't know. I haven't been on um, Discord all day, so what, what do you do? I think he just went outside on the balcony after the directive not to go out onto the balcony. So it's not the worst oh, crime a, in the world, but I think it, it's clear, clear well, directive, don't as, go out there. Yeah, well, there's the, the funny thing is they had people, um, the families will stick, they had to be told to sticky tape the window shut and the door shut and had to let them know that the uh, crew of the government, I don't know if that's just take the piss or something, but, you know, like there's certain players that are fit for the bubbles and certain people that, you know, don't give a shit about the bubbles. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, any other inj- any other news? Do we have any injuries come out of the game? Uh, Murata near Corey, that's right. So what did he yeah, do? Syndesmosis, yeah. I think he's out for a couple of weeks. Oh, no, not Syndesmosis. It was the knee. Um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, NRL physio said it's you know two to three week injury. Um, I know young Will got up a bit groggy with a you know ankle, so you know a bit of heart and mouth sort of stuff. But um, yeah, I don't think anything else. You know, um, I know f- uh, future NRL W's player Penatana, whatever her name is, she was commenting Penitani, on the rugby yep. sevens today. Yeah, so like you know, it's a bit of um. <laughs> to be honest, as Eels fans, all we care about is Moses' um, health, and yeah, that's it really. Yeah, so hopefully he'll be coming back shortly. Um, all right, well, let's jump into the preview then. Um, Eels in fourth, taking on Roosters in fifth, 7.50pm, again playing at Thursday. And BB Print Stadium, which one's that? BB Print Stadium? Mackay. I think that's down there. What the hell's that? Yeah, Mackay. Okay. They are, so they're not playing at one of the major ones. They're playing at one of the sort of smaller grounds. Um, terrible record against the Roosters head-to-head. Uh, played 36-22 to the Roosters, 13 to the Eels, one draw. Uh, coming into this, we won our last match-up, which was earlier this year, 31-18. to um, Alright, let's have a quick look. Now, this is pretty much a four-point game coming into it, given that we are on 13 wins. The Roosters are on 12 wins. Whoever wins this will... Uh, will 
if Roosters win this, they come level with us, but they're lower on four and against. So really, we need to be winning this game to, to pip the Roosters and get four points ahead again. Uh, and plus, with that horror run coming up against the Rabbitohs, Manly, then the Cowboys in the middle, but then Storm and Penrith to finish it off. So let's jump into the team list for the Roosters at fullback, James Tedesco. On the wings, Daniel Tupo, Joseph Manu. At the centres, Josh Morris and Adam Keegren. Uh, in the halves, Drew Hutchinson, Sam Walker. Their starting forward pack is Jared Warrior Hargraves playing 250 games and Isaac Liu. Their hooker, Sam Verrills. Second row is Angus Crichton and Tupanua. And then at lock, Victor Radley. Their interchange bench, Lachlan Lamb, Nat Butcher, Egan Butcher and Takiaho. With Marshke, Baker, Graham Tua and White as the extended bench. Then for the Eels at fullback and captain Clint Gutherson on the wings, Sivo and Blake Ferguson uh, returns. Centre, Tom Opicic and Wagga Blake. So Tom gets a recall after that personal leave. Then in the halves, still Brown, Jake Arthur. In the forwards, Regan Campbell-Gillard, Junior Paulo at hooker, Reid Marnie. Second row is Isaiah Papali, Ryan Madison and Nathan Brown at lock. Interchange bench, Bryce Cartwright, Sean Lane, Oregon Kafusi and Will Smith. The extended bench is Hayes Dunster, Ray Stone, Will Penasini and Joey Lussick. So that team, how do you see it rounding out? Obviously, Mitch Moses is the big exception. Oh, well, I'm a bit up, a bit upset that um, uh, young Jacob's um, in the team only because, you know, we need a win. And I he's not up to standard. Like, he's getting picked out in defence, you know, one-on-one from um, opposition. So I'm a bit upset. I'm, I'm glad Tom is back, you know. Um, he, you know, as Brad Arthur last year, he didn't rest his team, you know, and we're a bit tired towards the end. So he's taken the... Um, the rotational approach, you know, maybe make maker gets a week. Um, a Fergo, I think he's just there because the size. Because if we had the Hayes there or you know Russell, like we'll, we'll get probably monstered. But um, he's just there for his you know the size. Um, how big he is. Um, I'm digging uh Will Smith on the bench. You know we need he, he's you know a bit of a spark off the bench. Um, you know you could look you could argue with Bryce Curry it's fifty fifty between him and Ray Stone like whether or not you have him. You know Bryce Curry got a bit of fitness edge of him. We have to target. We have to target Adam Kieran. Like he's not a center, so I'd say Tom Opacic is against him. Opacic is a big guy, um, or even if it's not him, you know, Wonga Blake's got the size over him. We have to target him, you know. And the good thing is, like Manu's on the on the wing, so you know he's a you know when we play him, he's a bit dangerous. You know, he's got a bit of speed and size, so for him on the wing, it's okay. Um, yeah, we got to target Kieran. Like Josh Morris is coming, you know, he got dropped, which is a bit odd. Other than that, um. It's just Sam Walker. Like he's got, we just know what he's what he does. He's got that cutout pass. So like, just just put pressure on him and stay on your wing. Um, other than that, it's just their back. Look, if if Roosters are going to win, it's going to be off the back of Crichton, Satili Tupanua, and Victor Radley. You know, Radley is a monster in defense. You know, very solid. Um, so like, if if we had any, um, if we were shamed last week because of the physicality, we have to turn it up because this is a different uh, kettle of fish. Um, you know, even with Jared Warrior Hargraves, like they are, this is a big team. But um, other than that, like Takeo is on the bench, you know, he's usually a starter, so I don't know. I'm confident, but uh, boy, if we had like Murata on the bench, oh, it would be perfect. But um, yeah, you can only pick whatever, whoever's available. So yeah, looking for like Reed Murray to kick early, you know, put some pressure on. Because if we kick early, stay to the corners, you know, and pin Manu down or Daniel Tupo down, you know, you got Adam Kieran coming for the hit up, you know, and surely we can, you know, muscle up and, you know, hit him and drag him back a couple yards because, you know, he's pretty light, but. Yeah, any any team with Teddy Teddy in it, you're gonna be a bit um you know a bit on the back foot, but uh just 
Yeah, just give him a straight line. Don't no one rush up. No one do it. Sh- like you know, uh, Sean Lane on Upi Coruscant. Just just stay sticking. You sticking the line and um, yeah, keep the numbers around around the players. And what do you think about um, the the defense of Jake Arthur? He'll be up against uh, Satili Tupanua. Um, is that an area that we really need to step up on? Uh, yeah. So whoever's on. So who's on his outside? Is that um, that's a uh, matter, right? Yeah, mate. He needs. He needs to literally. He needs to be on Arthur because I'm. I'm fearing for Arthur. Like just for him. Like he's still light. He's still a lightweight, and his defense reading is a bit slow. So like, mate. So Teddy's probably licking his lips, you know, going up against him. But it's just I'm gonna be praying every time he goes near him to make just make the tackle. Even if you just be a speed hump, just slow him down so the opposition, so the rest of our team can come in and um, uh, wrangle him up. But uh, even then, like Angus Crichton's a big player, so like it was always that's why I was advocating for Arthur not to play and let Will Smith play because Will Smith's at least a bit more defensive and he's seen everything. Like he's a veteran of the game, so he can see runs like opposition runs and plays. But uh, yeah, I'm just. I'm a bit worried, but hey, if we can fix that issue up, we'll win easily. Oh, sorry, Bertie. Um, I, had, I put myself on mute. Um, I was going to say, um, I didn't get anything from Ham or from Forty in respect of first try score or eventual score, so uh, let's jot you down for first try or eventual score, and you can um, tell us what Forty had. All right, so first try score, I'm going to go with uh, Mekasivo. You know, um, he got one try last week. I reckon he's been he's going to be working on his uh, grounding, and he's going to do a spectacular put-down. <laughs> And um, I think you know we'll win like you know thirty to six I reckon. Um, if we can hold up um, Jake's side of the defense, we'll just kick kick clear. Now for forty, I think he would go top Opacic coming back in after a rest. You know he'll be firing, and um, I think he will tip the Parramatta Eels forty four versus six. And yeah, you could do um, the other ham. You know two hamishes think alike. All right, well I'll do ham to start off with. He would have first try scorer. Um, he's back on Ferguson, and he will have a full-time score of 28 to 12. And then for me, my first try score will be Dylan Brown, and eventual score will be 24 to 16. Eels victorious. Um, all right, how, how are you liking the Olympics, Birdie? Yeah, I'm actually um, happy. There's you know a couple um sorry a couple good feel good stories. You know uh, today um Kaylee McEwen like you know did it for her father who passed away um uh, last twelve months um she let the f bomb slip you know but hey you're not Australian unless you do that man. Um uh, who else we had um Ariana Titmus you know I don't know why they call, uh, Arnie's a bit weird you know calling her that but uh you know she's got a she's a, she's a you know world champion and um. She beat literally the goat, the greatest uh, women. Like she's so you got Michael Phelps, the greatest um, swimmer of all time, and then you got the for the female, you got Kate Ledecky. And the fact is, you know, she broke her in the last fifty meters, and yeah, she um, she's got a measure on her. So you know, it's good getting a couple of goals. You know, Cole Chalmers, man, he's just a, you know, he's just what an anchor. Like we were, he entered the the pool coming six in the relay, he got us a medal. Like we were literally struggling to make anything, and um, you know, he's got his hundred meters soon. He's got his individual um, events. Uh, the soccer's okay, you know. We had a good win against Argentina. We lost to Spain. Basketball, eh? You know, we really because we really versed um Argentina and Nigeria, so we really got like a really um a gauge of who we versed. It's, it's when it comes to America, but um other than that, um Jessica Fox, she she fell short. You know, Penrith girl. If she didn't, if she didn't have, she she had two penalties. So if she missed, even if she got away with one of them, she'd win a gold medal. So 
that's sort of good uh, look her coming up short but um, I'm digging it like because it's a perfect time for us they're only an hour behind us so like you know the next Olympics is going to be in Paris and um, America's for bad timelines but um, yeah it's, it's actually alright you know especially being locked down you know it gives me something to do you know I can sit down and watch a, you know, a couple of sports the rugby sevens are okay semi's playing actually I think they play tonight semi versus semi for Fiji versus Australia but um, that's right F- yeah, yeah Australia's that, uh, what- sorry what sorry I was going to say Australia not going too great at the sevens Oh, well, they lost once to Argentina. They only lost to New Zealand. So it's, it's like, it's sevens. What do you expect? Like, it takes one half break and then, you know, they're down on a try. But I don't know. Um, is there any other sport that caught your eye um, so far or thus far? Uh, the hockey, um, women's hockey especially, they, they smashed it in yesterday. Um, and then uh, watching a bit of the gymnastics and um, what else? I was watching, watching a bit of surfing today. Uh, it was quite nice. Um, yeah, we'll just stick it in for a couple of weeks. I, I guess watched that. the water polo. Lo- I watched the water polo last night. My God, you know how brutal that sport is. I used to play. Like, I was it. watching the Australia versus. Oh, mate, I was watching Australia versus Netherlands, and I-, I kid you not, a couple of times I could see the women go underwater, and I was like, if I was, if that was me, I'd be drowning or something because it's pretty violent. I didn't realize how violent I was. I thought it was just like netball in water. No. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of grabbing and and everything that goes on under the water, Bertie. Yeah. Oh my god. And then, and like, just how they like how they hold the ball with one hand. Like they got better bloody hand grip than some NRL players. Like I don't know. Is the ball like is it like sort of squishy? Like is it like how do they grip it so well? Yeah. It's sort of. It's like got puff. It's sort of puffed up. So like it's like a soccer ball. You know when you get one of those real soft soccer balls. It's like that, but like a next level. Um. So it's not too hard to keep a hold of. But yeah, it's really it's physical. It's it's got to be so fit to be swimming and then throwing and then yeah and just keeping yourself up in the water, just treading water forever. It's it's freaking hard. Yeah, and like when they're shooting, like when they sh- like throw the ball, it skims off the off the water. It just it looks so good in slow mo. But yeah, that might be my new sport, man. We, we might have to might have to start watching that from now on. Um. All right, and and uh, Daddy Rogers' last dance. <laughs> oh God! How how relief were you when you saw uh, his uh, private plane, a uh, private jet touchdown, and you know, yep, he's back. <laughs> he's back, baby. Now there was something a couple of weeks ago about uh, his house getting uh, the private cleaning group had come in, so because he'd obviously been away for um, the the off season, um, but around this time, because Green Bay is such a small town, um, when they come in, all of them get their their houses privately cleaned. And so that that was the big thing that went around a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I've got a mate oh, who's got a God. mate who does, who's got the gig to who knows a friend who's got the gig to clean no Rogers' way. house. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, keep it uh, like yeah. It's uh, I don't know. Like I I don't know where he's gonna go. Like you know, sneak, sneaky suspicion he might go to the Giants. But mate, um, I think the bigger uh, I know Rogers. You know, he'll go down as one of the, one of the greatest. But like, what about Deshaun Watson at the Texans? Man, he turned up to camp or training today. He's upset still. He wants to move. They want three first rounders and a couple of players in return. You're not going to get that, mate. He's got a big contract. So like, I don't know maybe it might be a swap deal on the cards. You know, maybe send him to um, send Rogers to uh, Texans, Houston, and um, you get uh, Deshaun Watson with a few charges. Yeah, I, I, th- I don't know. <laughs> they put a lot of uh, stock in um, in love, so. Um, and you know it's always every preseason they're like oh yeah the, the new guys balling out against you know nobodies <laughs> so <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see how that pans out but we've got one last dance oh yeah what about the Vikings um one of their rookies got shot 
uh, a couple of weeks ago, a month ago. You know, he's uh, recovered, but they dropped, they they cut him, but they're gonna pick him up on the waivers. But like, it's it's just crazy. Like in America, like that's like you look in Australia, like, like I'm not gonna say anything about guns, but like that's not something we deal we have to deal with. And over there, like you got players getting shot up, and oh yeah, I'll be fine for training camp. I'll just heal up. Like it's just a uh, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's it's a bit weird over there, and I can't wait for it. I think we got like um the the preseason trials start soon. You know, Cow- my Cowboys got the the what they call the Hall of Fame game against the Steelers, but um. Yeah, I can't wait for it. This is the last month, I think, without uh, American football until uh, March next year. So, yeah, I can't wait for it. Um, all right, Bertie, do you want to leave it there? And um, we'll... Well, we'll pick it up on the next Para podcast and hopefully we'll have the full um, routine back next week. The band will be back together. Um, until then, uh, we'll uh, just... Oh, jeez. Um, sorry, I just looked up at I had the the, bas- the women's basketball on and they were ahead and now they're behind by six. So things not going well. well that's one thing we didn't uh, touch on. Um, Bucks good. in six, mate. Oh, mate, I, I did say Bucks in six only because it's just like the everyone's saying Suns in four. You, you can't have like Giannis is unbelievable. Like for a guy fifty like, points that size, mate, he's unguardable. Like you look at KD, KD's unguardable too, but he's a skinnier version of Durant. A skinnier version of Giannis. Who's going to stop him? Like, even Le- LeBron will struggle to stop him. So, and I'm just so happy because, you know, um, Milwaukee's sort of like a small team, small, like a town team. Like, you compare it to like the LA teams, you know, Boston and Philadelphia. It gives me hope as a Minnesota fan that if you just get lucky in the draft and draft a generational player, you can win the, win the title. And it's just like he said, I think he said, um, he's quoted as saying, you know, I could have went to a super team and win it, but I wanted to win it for um, Milwaukee. So it's, I'm just glad. I'm happy. But um, yeah, I think the next thing we've got to worry about now is Ben Simmons, where he's going to be going to. So yeah, congratulations, mate. Yeah, oh, can I just say, great. last time Bucks won, uh, the Cowboys won the uh, Super Bowl. So thank you for winning the basketball because we're winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's coming home. <laughs> it's coming home. Um, all right, well, we'll leave it there for this time and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next Para Podcast. Cheers, Bertie. Yep, later, guys. Have a good one.